Shadow Chancellor Annalisa Dodds was on a whistle-stop tour of Scotland and particularly Edinburgh in the last couple of days. We managed to grab about five minutes with her, literally at the side of the road, outside the Eric Liddell Centre, where she was meeting local politicians. Here's what she had to say. Professor Dodds. It is, isn't it? Well, I'm just an associate professor, so let's not get uh, too excited. Yes, uh, but I, I did actually study here in Edinburgh uh, some years ago. So yeah. So this is uh, so you know it well. I do know it well. Yes, and I've got family who live here, so yeah, very much feel at home here. What can Labour do at present, or what would Labour do at present to get us out of the economic hole that the UK is fast digging itself into? Well, I think so many people are in a very difficult situation right now. Unfortunately, we're obviously seeing unemployment rising quite quickly and Scotland has a higher unemployment rate than the rest of the UK. So we're saying that the government in Westminster needs to change course. It shouldn't be withdrawing support at the same rate right across every sector of the economy. You, know, you imagine, for example, the cultural sector here in Edinburgh, you know, really hoping that it will bounce back. You know, potentially next year, the following year, but they need that capacity to be retained somehow. I know Scottish Labour are really concerned as well that we need to keep the necessary supports there so that we can rebuild afterwards. That's very important. You've been calling for um, a higher rate of statutory sick pay. How would that work? Well, we're currently in a situation where even the Westminster Health Secretary himself admits that statutory sick pay is not enough to live on. He's admitted that, but he hasn't done anything about it. There's, of course, many people who aren't covered by statutory sick pay as well because you know, they have different employment arrangements. Now, they've belatedly agreed in Westminster that they will have some kind of a scheme for those who aren't covered by statutory sick pay. But it seems like seven out of eight workers will even be covered by that. We need people to be able to do the right thing so that if they have to self-isolate they can do it quickly and they can do it without falling into debt. So we want the government to be actually going out there, finding out what the problems are with statutory sick pay and fixing them as quickly as possible so that everyone can self-isolate who needs to. Clearly, you are Scottish, having been born here, so do you think that gives you a bit of a better understanding of what's happening here in Scotland and why is it that there is only one Labour M MP in Westminster. Well, I suppose I do talk obviously very regularly to my friends and family about developments in Scotland. I'm very, very keen that in particular we deal with that looming unemployment crisis that we've got here in Scotland and I'm quite worried as well about the situation for small businesses in particular. I seem to have lower confidence in Scotland than in the rest of the UK. Obviously I want Scottish Labour to be there and that strong voice for those who are worried about their economic future. Um, you know, I think we've got some fantastic councillors, MSPs, and of course one MP as well, uh, Ian Murray, um, really want to see uh, obviously Scottish Labour going from strength to strength. And I'm very personally committed to that, I would say, given, given my background from Scotland. Um, given that there are, of course, many more MSPs than there are, than there is one MP, um, Given that it, it seems that Westminster, the Westminster government, want to claw back some of the powers of the Scottish government, do you think that that's what they're after? 
Well, I, I don't think that there should be um, uh, that clawing back. I don't think that's required. But equally, I also think you know, sometimes we've had a bit of a kind of blame game, a bit of an argument between Westminster and Holyrood around constitutional issues. Really, we've got to have coordination. We've got to have goodwill on both sides to get these big issues sorted out. When people are losing their jobs, they don't want to hear about constitutional wrangling. You know, they want to know that actually government, wherever it is, Westminster or Hollywood is on their side, is helping to get the situation sorted out. I know I said that was my final one, but this is really my final one. <laughs> You're a Remainer, and of course the 1st of January is fast yes. approaching. What do you think it brings? Well, obviously Labour did lose the last general election. We have to accept that Brexit is happening, but there's a big, big choice about what kind of a situation we have at the end of the year. Now, the Westminster government has promised that it's going to deliver a deal that isn't going to be damaging to jobs. So we're trying to hold their feet on the fire around that because they need to show that they're serious about getting that deal. Not a thin deal, a weak deal or a no deal, but a deal that's going to help to preserve jobs here in Scotland and across the UK. for listening to the Edinburgh Report. Listen out for more episodes coming soon and make sure you don't miss any by hitting the subscribe button now. This is one of the platforms where we can help advertise your business to our listeners. Would you like to know more about that? Then email editor at theedinburghreporter.co.uk And remember, you can subscribe to have our monthly newspaper delivered to you direct. Sign up today on our website www.theedinburghreporter.co.uk